I'm trying to think if I've done anything that dumb for a podcast. Like done like been like done with this mustache. <laughs> Disconnecting it. Yeah, disconnect. <laughs> I'm gonna go full Levi Everett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to say that that's dumb if Levi's doing it. <laughs> yeah, but it's due to his religion. It's, well, yeah. Yeah, you're he's <laughs> he could he has to make that choice. <laughs> Till he's on Rum Springer, then he can grow out a full beard. I can't believe, like, is that going to be heel, Levi? I, I mean, it's got to be, right? Like him coming out in a bunch of death metal t-shirts, <laughs> <laughs> skinny jeans, and like. <laughs> Will he still have the Amish beard, though? I mean, I would maybe say the that, hat. I would say or he doesn't have say, a hat. I would say if he has a hat, what he would go with is like I would say a trucker cap backwards, like go just. Be, Forget death metal. Let's just go full thrash Levi. Like backwards, trucker cap, municipal waist shirt, skinny jeans with some high top white Nikes. See, when you said the trucker hat, my brain went more to like Ashton Kutcher Von Dutch. Oh, (laughs) see, I was thinking more like dirty, like beat up trucker hat, you know, uh, been in a pit for a while because, you know, the man likes violence and he's Amish. Now, imagine if he likes violence, he's on Room Springer, and he finds something like thrash metal. He finds, like, thrash metal concerts. It's going to blow his mind. (laughs) He'll be like, wait a minute. I don't have to be in a ring to be violent. (laughs) (laughs) I could just enact violence everywhere. (laughs) Those are the vignettes I need to see. Yeah. I need to see Levi at concerts. You need to get him to go to the terror show. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I wonder. I, I mean... I wonder how what he would do. I mean, it would take him a couple of days to get here from Amish country and <laughs> wherever he's from. He's got to come by horse and buggy. That has to be a pain for for travel. Yeah, you know what? He's got to <laughs> every booking he's got. He's got to leave three days in advance because he's got to let his horses rest <laughs> <laughs> overseas when they cock that goddamn wagon. <laughs> well, he could go by boat, couldn't he? Like, but it had to be like. A, oh, I thought he needed the horse with him. Like, oh well, I guess he would have to bring a horse with him. How's he gonna get around once he gets there? Like, if he went to England, like, let, let's say he goes, let's say he goes to, he goes to uh, uh, Australia for something. Like, he gets booked in Australia, so he's going to have to charter a boat. But he can't charter a regular like freight boat. He's got to charter a sailboat because <laughs> it uses no power. <laughs> well. There are, I grew up around an Amish community Mm -hmm. and there are different rules. Do you know Levi's specific rules? I don't. I don't. Because I I know the Amish that lived around me, they were allowed to drive cars, but they had to take like the radio knobs off. So you can be in here, but you can't have fun. (laughs) That's like having a television in your house and going, (laughs) I'm never plugging it into the wall. (laughs) It came with the house. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but wouldn't that be like Mennonite or German Baptist? I think that those like, because I know that they have the same accoutrement when it comes to dress. Like a lot of a lot of buttons, not a lot of zippers. <laughs> are they are they not allowed zippers? I uh, I believe that's part of the Amish culture is that you can't have zippers. So like, they have button flies. Everything's button fly. Because I, that like, gives me a lot to think about. <laughs> yeah, like so, like that's why like the suspenders are like sewn onto the pants. They're not. They're not like the 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 snap 
guys. Yeah. How much people can have zippers, man? They could never own a pair of bondage pants. That's what it is. He'd wear bondage pants. <laughs> <laughs> he wrestles. With, he immediately starts being in like Effie style matches. He has like a ball gag in his mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was saying like the trip pants, the old like the old like hot topic, like 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 zippers to nothing. <laughs> See, I was pi- okay. Now I'm just picturing Levi in like a gimp suit, <laughs> like something leather, mouth hole cut out. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Ready to party. Yep, yep. Because he's got like, I think they get like six months for Rumspringa. I know a lot of information about Rumspringa. I mean, I'm... I've seen a couple documentaries on it. It's an interesting <laughs> subject. And so, like, I just feel like, uh, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you go all in? Like, if it's a time for you to be like, they're like, go like essentially sow your wild oats and like see if you want to be a part of this religion. Like, why wouldn't you try everything? everything like death match wrestling <laughs> yeah come on levi get on it time to ask for your 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 room springer and get into that death match wrestling well now that we've been talking for like seven minutes uh <laughs> welcome to the the show everybody a show with no name still yeah i have a yeah. list of names that were suggested to us we're though. like a neil young song <laughs> <laughs> love neil young if you know, if somebody does leave a review of this podcast, it's like a Neil Young song. <laughs> Be happy about that. Yeah, I don't care how many stars you put with. Yeah, it. yeah, it could, <laughs> yeah. Leave it one star. That's that, I mean, <laughs> but as long as you say that, we know what you mean, and you mean it's a five star. <laughs> we uh, when this show was predetermined, we had one one star review, and it was because <laughs> because the beginning of me watching death matches, I disrespected Necro Butcher, and I found out that's something you. Don't don't do in deathmatch wrestling. I mean, I get that, but like he also be wearing maga hats and I'm I'm not super into that. I didn't know that. But <laughs> that makes sense that Necro Butcher is <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm right. pretty sure right. I saw him storm the Capitol. It's a very much uh, uh it's very much that line from Dark Knight. It's uh you either die a hero, you live long enough to see yourself become uh all right Republican. <laughs> <laughs> so names so what yeah do you so want to see like do you want to hear some of the suggestions we i got? would love to hear them all right we had at velvet r presley what great name yeah i love that name yeah, love that follow name. him uh matt he's from canada i love a good canadian yeah I, <laughs> he said the absurd violence podcast absurd violence podcast i like that i like that it doesn't quite have that that NPR like absurd doesn't have quite that NPR but like it's a good name. It's I, a good yeah. Yeah. It's in the it's in the running. Yeah. Uh let's see we had nice boys <laughs> then in parentheses who like violence. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's things that we <laughs> things that we are. We're nice boys in parentheses who like violence. And new girl. I think that one's kind of catchy. Yeah, and, and new girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could just make it like we could go. We could add to the first one of the uh, like the absurd, and it could just be like every single <laughs> every single week the podcast gets a new thing in the parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be impossible to find everyone, but <laughs> uh, well, it'll find its listeners. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it's somebody like just. 
nice boys who like new girl. Yeah. <laughs> new girl fans are going to find it. They're going to get into deathmatch wrestling. Listen, we're just trying to help deathmatch wrestling out here. <laughs> and to show that you can you can have other interests. <laughs> right. You're... It just, oh my God. It makes it so hard to have other interests. <laughs> I've learned that over the last two weekends. Absolutely. Like, it fucks you up. Like, yeah. I'm not, maybe mentally, definitely mentally. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm, I'm trying to, I couldn't watch anything else after Tournament of Survival. Really? I mean, I tried to watch so many movies. Oh, I, yeah. Like, I went to a theater to go see 2001 A Space Odyssey for the mm -hmm. first time. Yeah. After a weekend of Alex Cologne getting smashed with light tubes. <laughs> How can I watch that? first 30 minutes is just apes yeah right <laughs> there's just like there is no there is no real danger in that like you need <laughs> like you you have such an like an endorphin rush from watching it that you almost like the serotonin doesn't work like you need you need to come off you have to come off deathmatch like hard drugs you <laughs> like <laughs> you need like whatever the equivalent to like a uh, Suboxin is for <laughs> watching deathmatch wrestling, specifically and especially if you take a lot in at once. <laughs> it it ruined everything. It ruined. Let me think of other. I walked out of two thousand one a space odyssey because I was sitting there thinking about deathmatch wrestling. <laughs> I love that. I love that you had to walk out of two thousand one a space odyssey. But let's let's be honest here. That movie, fucking boring movie. Yeah, the fucking movie sucks like <laughs> for like the first half of it. Like beautifully shot. I will never take anything away from how beautifully shot that movie is. But that movie is fucking boring. It is a fucking snooze fest. And I I think that maybe Deathmatch Wrestling fans will stand behind me on this one. I feel like this isn't this isn't a hot take. This and D that and Das Boot. Those are the two most fucking boring movies I've ever sat through <laughs> and went like, well, I have to watch it because like people tell me I have to watch it. And then I watched it and I was like, I wish I had that amount of time back. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have sat Sa Stanley Kubrick down and been like, okay, Koobs, we're going to watch some wrestling. <laughs> And I bet he was into wrestling. I that, well, I bet the Stanley Kubrick, I would even say, go as far to say, I think the Stanley Kubrick would have been a fan of deathmatch wrestling. If you think about it. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what makes you say that? He was so interested in the way things looked and nothing looks like deathmatch wrestling other than deathmatch wrestling. Um, from like the glass exploding or you know tax sticking out of someone or going through a door great or, visuals yeah just fantastic and he was such a visually driven person i think that he would like i can honestly sit here and say that i think that he would have stood by deathmatch wrestling if he would have watched any wrestling he would have watched deathmatch wrestling and then he would go scream at Shelly Duvall yeah. for an hour or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go scream at Shelly Duvall. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give her a little PTSD. And then hand Jack Nicholson a axe and go, go nuts, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Man, when you hear the stories about The Shining <laughs> and how everybody was just on the cusp of losing their mind on that sh shoot it's fantastic <laughs> oh, it's, it, it, oh. 
I just cannot stop thinking about Coob's watching wrestling and what other directors could, what they their eye could bring to the the art. Well, I think that I think that uh, I think that Coob's would have been a fan of. May um, I call you Coob's? <laughs> hey, Co- hey, Coob's. May I call you that? Stan Coob's. Uh, I I think that he would have been deathmatch. But if we're going to talk about uh, let's okay, let's go into this. Other directors. What would other directors have been their favorite type of wrestling? I would say. I'm thinking like Wes Anderson right now and how perfectly framed he could get everything. I would say I would say he would have been a big fan of like World of Sport British wrestling like cuz <laughs> it's got like that undertone of comedy but like it's also just weird holds. I think he would have been a big fan of like that. Um I want to say that like Steven Spielberg would have been like I don't know. Spielberg would love like Kenny Omega matches. You think that he would like I think he would appreciate the storytelling throughout 2015 the- to like 2018 New Japan. Okay. Yeah, like like okay. <laughs> like height of like Kenny Omega Bullet Club um and I would say like like and that's about it. Like that is his that is his only lane. Like he would love that. And then he'd immediately get out of it. <laughs> he'd go, this is, I've had my fill. <laughs> okay, I have a pitch. Go. We need John Waters to direct the next Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Ooh, we I need him to that. host it. Yep. Host it and direct it. Effie, if you're listening, get on it. <laughs> I mean, John Waters was the, the host for Burgerama. Yeah. And that's a disgraced label or, you know, a disgraced label at this point. (laughs) That hosting job is gone. Right. Bring him in as a ring announcer for that. Yeah. Effie is a John Waters character to me. You're absolutely right. Holy, holy shit. (laughs) I have never thought about it that way, but you're absolutely right. He would be a perfect fit. I want, you know what? I'm going to take it a step farther. Effie, you need a manager. Not because you can't talk. But because I just want to see you and John Waters riding down the road together. <laughs> I just want to see what kind of misadventures you two would get into. <laughs> and you know John Waters would love Effie. 100%. Like, he almost feels like his own creation. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, man. Oh, man. Come on. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Yeah, happy Pride Month. Uh, yeah. Man, I can't get over that. I never even thought about that. You How s- long have you been thinking about this? I've been thinking about John Waters and Effie for quite a while. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This, is, this has been a pitch. And you held oh. that light in and didn't share it. <laughs> well, you know Effie. I was thought maybe you could. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I will. <laughs> Can you like tweet and tag okay, both hey, of them at in? Effie, yeah. <laughs> have you ever thought about John Waters as a running <laughs> partner? <laughs> um. I also thought about this while we were just talking about that. James Cameron would be like WWE. Like just straight up and down like or specifically like WrestleMania. I take that back. He might be wrestling society X because of all the CGI explosions. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be like WWE with CGI explosions. (laughs) All um, right, so uh, we do have some other names. Oh yeah, here. we got. Let's get back to that. And uh, Brad Bergstrand 
said the nice boys who like violence. And now I am really considering every week. It is a wrestling podcast. Nice boys who like whatever we happen to well, talk it could, about. But the week. name of the podcast could be nice boys who like dot, dot, dot. And the name of the podcast or the name of the episode can be whatever it is that we like that week. Death matches and. Yeah, death matches and. Frasier. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> It varies. We could get like uber specific with it, like like one YouTube video, like <laughs> oh oh nice boys who like water park fails. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right. If you haven't researched water slide fails, you are missing out. Uh, I have not, and you like death matches. These people don't <laughs> sign up for it. Though. <laughs> That's like that uh, uh, that theme park, Action Park in uh, Jersey. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's see. Here's the the next name we got suggested is from a uh, from dear friend Ben Volker. Wrestling after passing, WAP. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But I have a feeling that in about a year that one's gonna be dated. <laughs> <laughs> I like Cardi B, but that's gonna be dated. <laughs> okay. Then we have uh, from Andrew Hendren. Greetings from Gashville. Ooh. Kind of like that. Kind of like that. Ooh. Let's see. Greetings from Gashville. I, I, that's, that's a strong contender. It really is. That's a really strong contender. <laughs> and then uh, Tom LaRue suggested life after death match. I like that too. That has the NPR-y feel to it. Like that I think we were both kind of falling into. Like, like I, I can imagine that one being like, you know, like a radio lab. How they have like their entrance is just a bunch of people saying the title of their of Radio Lab, and it's like just different voices. So it would be like life after death match. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that with that one. <laughs> that would be nice. Those those were all the ones that the suggestions we got. I like those. I, like... I think they were they were all good. I don't know what to pick though. Yeah. Well, I think that. Uh... I don't know that we have to pick right now on the air. Yeah, because we still got time. We got time. These are just still getting released on the predetermined feed. I love that. Nobody's complaining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're still doing it. So we're, we're, it's still coming out. Yeah. People are hearing it. People yeah. seem to be fine with it. We've gotten downloads in other countries. Greetings from Gashville and Life After Death Match. I'm, I, uh, the, right now, those are my top contenders. Okay. Because they, they, those feel the most earnest they feel the most honest about what this is <laughs> we will put some thought into that maybe and get maybe back to poll? you Could i guess we could that? narrow it down and see yeah, what... yeah yeah like take like we could put i mean i don't know how many poll how many like choices you can do on a poll on twitter because i've never done a twitter poll because <laughs> i have I, I've, I've just never done a twitter poll <laughs> Hardway heaters should do more Twitter polls. <laughs> I've always thought that's what your Twitter was missing. Yeah. Oh, it's more Twitter polls. <laughs> where do you, where do you want to see me get a scar next? <laughs> Where's your favorite vacation spot? Yeah. Right. <laughs> tell me, tell me about a repressed childhood memory. That's not a. That's, that's not, not a even Twitter a Twitter poll. poll. That's just a thread. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, send in heater your uh, your repressed childhood memories. Please don't. I have my own to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> I, I support all of you that have them, but 
I've got a lot going on in mine. <laughs> <laughs> so what did we what have you been watching this week? Holy shit. Since we last talked, I guess like I watched all of Tournament of Survival. Mm-hmm. I watched whatever the GCW show was that came after that Zack Ryder showed up on. Oh, uh, uh, Zombie Walk. There we go. Uh, honestly, GCW, two fucking fantastic shows. Yes, 100%. They, maybe my match of the weekend, or of that weekend, though, and the one that I was excited to talk about is Effie versus G-Raver. Yeah. Because I feel like Effie, I don't think of him as a deathmatch wrestler. Like, he's a guy who does deathmatches right, here and there. right. But these last two weekends, he's gone so fucking hard. <laughs> You're like, maybe, maybe Effie's, Effie's the best de- deathmatch wrestler. <laughs> maybe Effie's a deathmatch wrestler. Um, I would say, I would say yes. The the um between. Now I haven't watched Tournament of Survival yet, but I have. I did watch uh No Pieces uh, uh Fear, Fear the, the Gay, gay agenda. agenda, and I watched him in Peril. <sighs> And yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> they they went after each other, didn't they? <laughs> they acted as if that show was very important and <laughs> gave me a fucking banger. It was important. Yeah. As far as I know, that has to be the first LGBT Q, hardcore show. Yep, yep. First one ever. First deathmatch show that it featured all um, people of the LGBTQ community. That's incredible. Yeah. I I love when I'm talking to friends that don't watch wrestling and they hear about this stuff. They are always completely shocked how inclusive the wrestling community really is. Yeah, right. Well, because I think that I think that there were so many years where like the ideology was it's just hillbillies who like wrestling. It's just it's these little crap hole shows. It's it's, you know, like independent wrestling was, you know, the same 40 people in a building that weren't afraid to use homophobic and racial slurs. Specifically, I would say in the South. I, I, I don't I don't remember too much in the North, but the only reason I don't like remember too much the in the South North, and Boston. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. 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 There's like but but I but <laughs> I don't condone it at all, but there's definitely a progression to it in Boston somehow. Like they, like it's just they haven't been wise enough that that's not okay to say. Like nobody's wised up the whole city. Yet. We'll figure that out. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Boston's Boston's problems are Boston's problems. <laughs> I'm not there. I don't have to worry about it. Um, but yeah, that I watched that, and I remember the Gage Effie match. Um, when, and that was the first time I'd ever seen Effie do a death match. And I was just like, oh, Effie's going hard in this thing. Like he's not, he's not fucking around. Oh yeah. That, uh, Derek and I were sitting front row for two cups stuffed that match. Mm-hmm. And that match opens with Effie drop kicking a bundle of light tubes into Nick Gage's face. <laughs> and then immediately, I think, takes a dive out of the ring onto him. He, Effie yeah. isn't fucking around. Yep. <laughs> like a couple times a year, Effie will go super fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel, I feel like he goes hard every time. But as far as hard, I mean like death match yeah, hard. Like, like like caution into the wind hard like but already this year we've seen him against kogar 
He took the yep. skewers in the head. Yep. Joined 440 for a minute. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he had this crazy match with G-Raver, which I, I, you got to check it out. It is like some of the stuff that Effie takes in that. Because I was thinking like, okay, G-Raver is going to be the one to take all these spots. No. No, like, not at they all. They had a door that was, uh, it had super glued thumbtacks all over it and i had just gotten done listening to g raver talk about how the worst thing that fans do in like bring your own weapons match is glue tacks to things (laughs) he said it hurts really bad and it looks like shit yeah because the visual you want from the tacks is the explosion number one the explosion number two them to be sticking in you and if they're super glued to the door You've got to hit that door pretty fucking hard to take those tacks off that super glue. <laughs> Just seeing those scratch down Effie's back. Like, he was so fucked up during that match. And his back is a mess. G-Raver gets him up on the top rope, pours salt and vinegar chips all over him. <laughs> Love that. I've never seen that spot before. <laughs> Rubs the chips into the wounds. Oh, man, I bet that sucked. <laughs> Sounds awful. Man. <laughs> but between that and the Paro match, yeah, I Effie can do no wrong. I also love the back of Effie shirt that he was wearing. This says "God tried Effie," and I was ah. <laughs> "God tried Effie lived." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I that just went on sale today through uh, MDK all day. Did it? Yeah. Oh man, I saw the AJ has a shirt up there too. Oh yeah, the uh, the new uh, uh, well, I forget. I he I I just saw it. Um. It looks like a. It, I, I'll tell you this. It looks like a. It looks like a terror shirt. It looks like. A, <laughs> I think it says Black Death. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it looks like it looks like an old hardcore shirt, and I might have to buy that strictly for the terror show, <laughs> so I can let everybody know that AJ's about to dive on him. <laughs> so some people are excited about AJ diving on the stage for the show. <laughs> I did get a little feedback that the people want it. Uh, he, uh, I sent, I sent him a text and told him I was like, I'm gonna need you to dive at that terror show, and he was like, Why? And I was like, Because I want to see a bunch of scared, skinny, hardcore kids run. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll be there to, I'll, I'll catch, but, but, <laughs> um, heater doesn't take dives. Yeah, yeah, I don't take. <laughs> hey, listen, I will take a dive at a terror show. I will tell you that right now. I will protect. I will t- protect AJ, but uh. But he uh, he he even tweeted about it. He uh, he sent a picture of him hitting. I want to say it was the Phoenix Splash on at JCW on uh, Kid Osborne, and he said, and it, he tagged me and Jesse in it, and he said he said practicing for terror. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was very excited when he showed when he sent that. <laughs> So outside of Terminus Survival, I've I you know I've been watching a whole bunch of um Matt Tremont. And you and I've been kind of talking about Tremont. Yeah, this is a guy that I've always been aware of. Right. But something about him never I guess like I, I'm bad about looking at a wrestler and being like, I don't know if I want to watch you yet. Right. And that was kind of I think I was a little little prejudiced against against Matt Tremont. Yeah. But then, okay, so now that you've inundated yourself with Matt Tremont, what, what, what are your Tremont? Tra- I, I've heard both. I've always called him Tremont. I don't want to catch shit on the t- internet. You won't. I might. 
Eh, you might. It's the internet. I mean, who knew? Yeah, it's the internet. Every like, listen, I've probably said eight to ten things already that people are like, "Well, hold on a second. <laughs> it's not that way at all." <laughs> but I, I've always said Tremont. Okay. Um, but a lot. I know a lot of other people say Tremont. Um, I, maybe we got to get. Clar- maybe I'll get clarification on that at some point when I if I run into him, like. At, at a show like i don't want he's honestly I, he's a man i don't want to wrong yeah right <laughs> i don't want to after watching off. a whole bunch of his stuff after spending an entire weekend <laughs> watching his violence <laughs> you go nah, that guy seems kind of dangerous <laughs> man, that documentary that i watched about him the life after what was that called? it was the kenny johnson yeah, yeah, yeah documentary yeah. Uh, it's the on hour YouTube. long one yeah it's like an hour it's on youtube definitely check it out if yeah if you especially i had some friends listening that had never watched deathmatch really and were just interested in hearing what we had to say about it i would check out that documentary i think that really kind of explains deathmatch wrestling pretty well yeah because it's so niche because it's so there, there's an inherent danger to it not just for the wrestlers but literally everyone in the building you're breathing in dust you're getting yeah, yeah, glass yeah, yeah, yeah. right right like, right if if yeah if a if a pain explodes in the right way it goes into the fourth fifth row like <laughs> if, if 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 people are doing their jobs correctly it goes into the fourth or fifth <laughs> row i don't want to say that because that's not true like i would much prefer like every time i've the the, the couple of times i've had one um i i definitely want to keep it compacted to the area in which i'm in <laughs> like well just, that, I mean, that's very thoughtful of you right because I, I signed up for it you know what i'm saying like i signed up for the death match the first row didn't <laughs> i mean they signed up to be there but they didn't sign up to be an active participant in a death match <laughs> yes and no yes okay and no. okay <laughs> the fi- okay the first time i went to a death match no I did not sign up for it, but I got front row tickets. That's my fault for being a dumb dumb. What was the, what was the first one you went to? Untouchables in Chicago. GCW's Untouchables. Okay. Uh, the main event was Gage versus Crane. Who? They beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> like you don't. I. That's one of the only matches uh, or the only shows really that I saw people taking bumps onto skewers. Took saw. Uh, Cyclope or yeah, Cyclope took a a bump onto razors. Ooh. He had gills when he stood up. Like Gross. I, <laughs> it was an entire death match show. So like, like not only not only did you not know what you were signing up for, but then you got like like they inundated you. It was like because you're not gonna see razor boards at every show. No, I've not seen them since. <laughs> I mean, live at least. Yeah, right. And so, like, you got full blown inundated. Oh yeah, like, and, <laughs> and where we were sitting, I mean, we were maybe five feet from the ring, and behind me was a wall. <laughs> so there was nowhere for you to There's go. There's nowhere for me to run. Glasses exploding in my face the whole time. I'm screaming. If you go back and watch that show, you will occasionally just hear like. A <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It was just, oh no, oh but, no. You know, love at first sight a yeah, little bit. 100%. Like, I was intimidated to fall in love with it, but I, I am now. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I get that on 
on that on the level of being a fan and also doing it like that that's the other level that i would say that i get it on because i did the one and i was like oh oh this is like i i've never had more fun than this like not that uh, other wrestling is fun for me it's just like that's maximum fun the whole time uh i think tremont put it like this at one point he said it's like watching a movie yeah and it is more like watching an action movie 100 percent. and one of the matches you had me watch uh let's see it was tremont versus dj hyde yeah cage of death 14 14 yeah so that would have been i don't remember what year that would have been but 2014 maybe were they doing them based upon the year at that I don't remember. We don't it have to look it, it up. Matter. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter. fucking matter. It doesn't, guys fucking, matter. It doesn't glass. fucking matter. Yeah, there's guys going through glass. Um, yeah, that fucking match. Whoo! That crowd is hot the whole time. They're so excited to see DJ Hyde get his. Because before this match, based on the, the bit of research I did on it, before this one, DJ Hyde had thrown Matt Tremont off of the top of a cage into like a spider web. Of, of barbed, barbed wires <laughs> that resulted in 130 some stitches <laughs> in his arm <laughs> and it pulled his pants down <laughs> right. I, I feel like not enough people bring that up we did see his butt a little bit <laughs> right <laughs> Ooh la la. Ooh la la. <laughs> um but yeah that match uh we like I, that's one of that's maybe maybe one of my favorite Tremont matches i don't know if it's i don't know if it's my favorite but i love just because the first i remember watching highlights of it back in the day uh back before like i could before i had i had a big boy job where i could like just afford to buy things like iwtv and watch cc the whole match yeah yeah yeah. i could watch like clips on youtube and i remember thinking um that i thought it was gonna be a very one-sided affair at the beginning of that match because he's just like they I'm they open up with Hyde going through a pane of glass. Yeah, that he that's gets thrown how, through it into barbed wire. Yeah, yeah, a pane well. of glass into barbed wire. Like that's how and I was like, "Oh, that that we're hot starting this one, I guess." Like <laughs> I was very like I was shocked almost that it it went that that way that violent that quickly because you know there's normally a feeling out process and there was no feeling out process you could tell that Tremont needed to put hide through some things it's like um i know saturday night live <laughs> has two different ways they start the monologues yeah. like the opening monologue there's like a q a from the crowd or like they tell a personal story right right right, right. uh with deathmatch wrestling there's either the story of I'm not getting thrown through that. We're going to dance around for a little bit, build some anticipation. Right. And then there's, I want to fucking kill you right now. <laughs> right, right. And and they went with the latter option. <laughs> I do need a little bit of backstory on this, though. So DJ Hyde is the owner of yes. CZW? Yes. So he in this deathmatch world, he is like the Vince McMahon of that corporation. Correct. Correct. And who would that make Tremont? Is that he? Would, I would say the Stone Cold. The Stone Cold. That's, I would say he'd be the Stone Cold. Maybe. You know what? Maybe the Mick Foley. 
maybe the mankind the the like i'm never gonna give you that shot i'm never gonna you're net you'll always be just below the big guys and i in my opinion that's his coming out party like like he he did exactly what mick foley did you know showed that like I'm a guy that you should put your fucking stock behind because because <laughs> I'm gonna give you a fucking, I'll fucking DVD kill you. <laughs> off the top of the cage. Yeah, which was fucking wild. Such what <laughs> felt like reckless abandon. <laughs> yeah, he like he even does like the Elix Skipper walk on the on the top of the cage too, which I love. Like he just takes like those like three steps over and he goes, "I'm gonna put you through this glass." <laughs> I couldn't believe when they went off the top of it. Yeah. Uh, there's some other bumps in there, though, that are g- gross. Gross. The one from inside the cage to the outside, to the outside through all the glass, the chairs, the barbed wire yep. boards. Man. Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and then they show the clip in that match where they have to, they're clipping the barbed wire out of his skin to stand him up. <laughs> And my first thought was, oh, man, I'm so glad they got over there and got him clipped before DJ got out of the ring and just pulled him out. (laughs) Tremont does this really great thing with deathmatch wrestling where, I don't know, when you're watching this violence and it's all so real. Yep. But then Tremont will do... He'll like he'll sell in a little bit of a cartoony way yep. to kind of remind you this is still professional wrestling. Right, exactly. He, I think that that's I think that he walks that line of realism and understanding that everyone in the crowd wants a show. Like I want, I do want that stuff to a certain extent. I want, I'll use this as the example. I want the punch drunk sell. I want the like. Hit him with hit him with attack bat, and then he's gonna throw those fists and then take a face bump because it's like it reminds me it's a show. This is the show. Like like I feel like you can get, I think you can get too inundated in deathmatch wrestling where the parts of professional wrestling that deathmatch has um, kind of get lost. But what I would say is, is that Tremont just does it better than a lot of, a lot of people, specifically and especially when, let's be honest, when not a whole bunch of people were watching. You had like your CZW loyalists that were tape trading, that were, were doing all that. But it kind of went through that dark ages for a little bit where it was you had ECW and then like the offshoots of ECW being like XPW, CZW trying to think of the other one. Um, But they were all doing deathmatch stuff as well. I can use those two as examples and that's fine. Uh, And, and then it went like, I like, I would say like around like 2009, 10, somewhere in there. Like it kind of just entered this dark ages where it became underground again. Like it wasn't as easily accessible as what I should say. Yeah. Um, and like how, Tremont was holding it down that time. How weird is it to have to be that guy though, to hold it down in a down period? I mean, 
I think it I think it speaks to how good he was. Like, you know, cuz now you know, he's retired. Um do you think that he would if he hadn't retired, like if he had had what was going on in like 2014 now, he would be I would say probably because I think because I think Tremont is one of the very few people that um took his retirement seriously. Like I'm not I'm let me let me preface it with I'm not shitting on anybody who comes out of retirement because if you get the itch you get the itch. And if Tremont gets the itch, Tremont gets the itch. But what I'm saying is is that he I think that Tremont went out on his terms as opposed to a lot of people who don't like, I think that Tremont's the still pretty of 31. Yeah. But I think I that, assumed he was like 10 years older than nope, me. Nope. Nope. He is. He is I, younger than both of us. Yeah. But again, kind of smart because it's not like Tremont doesn't have other things to do. Like he's got this, the H2O school, like he's running that school. He's doing, He's trying to build the next generation of wrestlers and doing a damn good job of it. Like I, watching those H2O shows is a blast uh, because those kids are good. But w- what I would say is, is that I think that he got to, I think he got to make the choice and I feel like some people don't. And I'm really happy that he got to make the choice. If that makes sense. Uh, no, it does. It does. Especially because he seems like such a nice fucking teddy bear of a man. So I met him at SCI in 2019. And I can vouch for a teddy bear of a man. That is exactly who he is. Uh, we, so during SCI weekend, they have like a party in the Heritage Room, I believe it's called, at the Best Western. Um, and we're, it, everybody's up there just you know, having a good time, hanging out. There may be some drinking. Who knows? Things go on in that room. Nothing crazy, just, you know, drinking. I think there was karaoke one night. Uh, now you're backtracking. A- you're like, it was fucking crazy. Like, yeah. Well, maybe it was. <laughs> hey, I because I don't want to give it all away because I think everybody should experience SCI Weekend. If, especially if you live in the South, you should experience SCI Weekend one weekend uh because it's it's if you're a wrestling fan it's everything you'd ever want it's it's wrestling 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 and then guess what there's more wrestling so that's that's what i like about sci weekend is is i get to see a whole bunch of guys that i want to see wrestle down the road from my house because Chattanooga is like what two hours two hours yeah so uh, I get to I get to watch I got to watch b-boy and Matt Tremont wrestle there those were two guys that I had never got to see live and I got to see both of them there um but anyway so everybody's up in the uh back to the story everybody's back up in the heritage room and we and it's above like the city cafe which is like where everybody goes and eats during SCI and so I may have had a couple adult beverages, um, and I will withhold the names of the other people I was with, you know, just so we don't need to share that. <laughs> um, and but would people be interested in the names? A, a, a few of them, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And so we leave the heritage room. We we are walking downstairs and we're going to get something to eat. And I just see Matt Tremont smiling, walking through the lobby. And I'm like, Tremont, where have you been all night? And um, he says, oh, I was sitting in the lobby watching a movie on my iPad. And I said, there was a whole party going on upstairs. And he goes, ah, that's okay. He was like, I'm going to go back to my room now and I'm going to get some sleep. And I was like, what? What do you mean that's okay? Did no one tell Tremont that we're all hanging out? <laughs> See, but I'm more Tremont speed. Yeah. I'd rather hang out in the room and watch a movie <laughs> on my DVD player. I would have been like, fucking awesome, man. What are you watching? John Wick? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's party. You know what? We watched it. Let's fucking run it back. Let's, let's watch it again. Let's <laughs> get a pizza. Let's hang out. Did he have uh, anything covering his forehead when you ran into him? Uh, yes. Yes, very much so. That seems like uh, seems like he wears well, a lot of hats it, now. It was uh, it was after well, it was after he had I believe he had bandages because it was after his match at for Crux that they had at TWE, which was Kerry Offal and Righteous Jesse versus Uncle Biff and Matt Tremont in a death in a fans bring the weapons death match. And who boy, <laughs> he had a little bit of blood <laughs> in Tullahoma. Oh no, that was in uh, chat. That okay, that was in yeah, chat. Yeah, we 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 they he ran a show in Chattanooga the 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 Thursday before SCI because SCI starts on Friday. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, he ran a show on that Thursday, and who boy, they went after each other, and it was I I've never seen. Uh, again, this is the first time that was the first time I ever got to see Tremont wrestle li- like live and in person. And then he was not only wrestling one of my friends, well, both of my friends. Uh, let me rephrase that. All three of those guys are my friends. And but the two of the three are the guys are guys who trained me. And the other one is the one that I've rode with essentially since I started wrestling and that I felt like helped has a big hand in how I became a wrestler. And then I, and it's all these guys that I attribute a lot of my career to and Matt Tremont. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a very special match for me, just based on the fact that this guy that I had watched for, you know, years is now like, Interacting with people that I know on a personal level. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, yeah, he's just, uh, Tremont's one of the good ones. And and I have a feeling that if we continue to do these like deep dives on certain wrestlers, I think we're going to find that over and over and over again, specifically in the deathmatch community, because everybody just wants their, their art to look good that's what deathmatch wrestlers that's what regular wrestlers want but that's specifically what deathmatch wrestlers want too like when i when i speak to them about it is is like i just want it to look good and i want i want people to walk away with an experience and Tremont is one of those guys who definitely wants people to walk away with an experience oh just watching him in all these matches his facials like he sells everything like the the uh, uh, ah ah <laughs> it's one of my favorite things that he does uh 
he also does the thrust the thrust hits uh uh, uh i call him canes because oh, I that, called the Glenn Jacobs uh, the, the second the you say hits. that I know exactly what you yeah mean. yeah the Canes and and he he throws a thrust doesn't he <laughs> he really gets it in there um yeah he just he's just uh, I could talk about Tremont because again even though I've met him I wouldn't I wouldn't say we have a personal relationship in any way but I would say that. Tremont's one of those was like the first guy outside of my circle that I that I met that was like to me a big star that I was like man I'm so I'm so glad he's so nice <laughs> if that makes like that's how I felt was is I was like oh man I'm so happy that he's such a nice guy it makes me think I could watch John Wick with him <laughs> I bet you could and I bet you'd love it I bet we I bet he'd love it he'd be like yeah I just uh, you know me and Garrett sat there and watched <laughs> John Wick. We really enjoyed it. We didn't have to sing karaoke. Yeah, we didn't have to sing karaoke. We didn't have to interact with a bunch of other people. It was great. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about him that he just, in the ring, it's like he's an old cowboy. Yes. He has a very gunslinger feel to him. There's, where, where is he from? Jersey. Jersey? Okay. That, <laughs> he seems like somebody I grew up with. Right. Like, he just seems like a good old boy from my high school. Like, he does not feel like a Jersey guy to me. Yeah, he, he kind of, he has that, uh, he has that feeling of, of like, you've known Matt Tremont your whole life. Um, and you come to your 10-year class reunion. And you go, Matt, what you been up to? And he goes, ah, I got into deathmatch. You go, what? And he What's goes, that? What's that? And he goes, ah, you know. And like, he doesn't make a big deal about it. Like, <laughs> and then like, you go home from the reunion and you go, I'm going to see what this stuff that Tremont does is. And so you look him up. And see him give the DVD see, off the top yeah, of the see cage. see him give the DVD off the top of the cage. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and then you message him on Facebook and he goes, that's whatever. Like, <laughs> it's just what I like to do, you know? <laughs> it, that's, that is very much his, like, a low-key personality, like, as opposed to, like, he doesn't seem like a braggadocious guy. No, not at and all. And that's what I, that, but I like that. I like that when somebody's not braggadocious, when they're like, yeah, I know the shit I do is really fucking cool. Yeah, I don't need to tell you about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> But yeah, so I had so we watched that one. Um, is there what what else what else happened in that match that was just absolutely wild? DJ picking up a shard of glass off the ground. Oh yeah, and just it, it just carving, carving his head up. <laughs> and it's not one of those where maybe he was blading or something. Yeah. It is very clear that there is a new line of blood every time that piece of glass goes across his forehead. Right. And it's and it's like the thickest piece of glass I've ever seen somebody carve someone with. Like, it looked to be at least a quarter inch thick. Yeah. And and he's yeah he's just going he's going to fucking town on Tremont's head. Tremont's doing that thing that he does where he like sticks his tongue out the side of his mouth. He's like ah. (laughs) Yeah. Trying to catch that butt, put it back in him. 
if you swallow it, it goes back in your body. Yeah, yeah it enters back into the bloodstream. The, your stomach goes, no, that's blood. We have to, <laughs> we have to put that back in. <laughs> um, so we watched that. What else? I'm trying to think of. You I, had me watch the wrong match. Yeah, it turns I did out. have you watch the wrong on point match. I meant to send you the on point match of uh, it's a dog collar match with Tremont. Um, but instead, I sent you Low Life Louie versus Matt Tremont, which is a good match in and of itself. It was just not the match that I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of Low Life Louie now, I can't not think of um, I had some friends. I want to say it was the Curtain Jerks went to maybe a GCW show yeah. where it was Gage versus Low Life Louie. Yeah. Comes out with the pizza cutter, hits Low Life Louie, immediately hits him too deep. Low Life Louie runs away. <laughs> match over. <laughs> and that they were all so excited to see Nick Gage and they saw like a three minute Nick Gage match. <laughs> Which, you know what though? Uh, let me say this. Nick Gage cutting somebody too deeply, you're getting a uniquely Nick Gage <laughs> experience and one where he felt bad yeah yeah he's like i wanted to cut him more uh, yeah i wanted you <laughs> right. to be able to see this i wanted i wanted us i wanted to cut him you know if he wanted to cut me he could cut me you know <laughs> but he was very much yeah that's a uniquely nick gage story my siri decided that it wants to say things i think my phone's on it garrett <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, it was very much, uh, the idea of he wanted to cut him and that's just not going to happen. Once you cut somebody so deep and, and Nick Gage feels bad because unlike David Arquette, <laughs> he respects low life. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and I, Hey, David Arquette bought him a nice steak dinner before he that did is, that. He, before. Before. <laughs> what do you think the over-under is on, on David Arquette buying him a steak dinner after that match? I would say 0%. Zero. You mean ever again? Like ever just, again. <laughs> the people want a sequel to that match. I just, I can't imagine that David Arquette would sign himself up for that. <laughs> is Okay, I have to... I, I know we aren't going to talk about a lot of current events in wrestling, yeah. but Zack Ryder being involved in deathmatch wrestling is something that has to be mentioned. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, I guess we don't know. We don't have confirmation that it's going to be a deathmatch at this right. point, but we know that it's Gage versus Zack Ryder. Ryder has to take something, right? I would assume so. He has to. Like, by, by hook or by crook, Nick Gage needs to bust a tube over that motherfucker's head. <laughs> He's referring to the GCW crowd as the GCW universe. Like, Heel heat. That, Heel is the, heat. that is the worst thing <laughs> that, I, like, that I've heard in a long time. Like, how fucking dare you? You are co-opting WWE shit and putting that on independent wrestling fans? Fuck you. In all fairness, <laughs> we're all still calling him Zack Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it's just like turnabout is fair play? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if we're not going to call him by his real name, then... We're, we're not going to call him always ready, Zack. God, and fucking or, Tournament of Survival opens with a Nick Gage promo on Zack Ryder. 
<laughs> that is the first thing you the show opens with a nick gage entrance and he's like that fucking <laughs> pussy zach Ryder. i'm gonna carve his ass up i fucking love it <laughs> he uh but like here i fucking hate him and fuck him but matt cardona played that exactly correctly by coming out doing the fucking sway like mocks nailed it hitting the fucking double arm ddt into a pile of glass into a pile of glass and then for that crowd who everyone in that crowd had both fists in the air because they were so fucking excited to see Mox. And he pulled that mask off and all those fists turned into middle fingers (laughs) (laughs) immediately. (laughs) But the energy somehow went up in the room. Yeah, because they were because they went from excited to angry. (laughs) It's just when wrestling can still surprise you. <laughs> it can be a beautiful thing. Yeah. And that was one of those moments. Cause like honestly, did you ever expect to see Matt Cardona in GCW? No. Never. I never thought I would get to see Nick Gage and Matt Cardona exchange tweets. Right. Like Which, even that. But well, and so and so like I I think that there's more of a precedent there just because of how Twitter is now is that people will interact with people when there is no intention. There's nothing behind it. It's just let's interact with each other. Let's let's pop the the Twitter crowd. Um but like I and that's what I thought it was. Is I thought that you know Nick Gage is being Nick Gage on Twitter and Matt Cardona is like, "Ah, oh, you know what? This is just this is fun. Let's do this. Nick Gage realizing that Zack Ryder later was the funniest shit yeah. in the world. He's like, Wait, this is Zack Ryder? <laughs> He's like, oh, I'll kill that dude. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just like, I fuck Matt Cardona. Fuck Matt Cardona. You're just jealous of his toy podcast. He's goddamn right. You goddamn right. I wish we had as many listeners you know as what? fucking probably, Cardona. You know what? He probably gets free toys. And I want free toys. I would love a free toy. I would love free action figures. That'd be. Uh, Leah like, would hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Our wives would be so furious. Yeah, yeah. That- Kelly would be very upset about it. And she, <laughs> she'd be like, we don't need more shit. And I'd go, but it, but a fan gave this to me and it's special. And she would go, yeah. So were the other 15 that you got. <laughs> I remember once trying to convince Leah that I should be allowed to buy a Ninja Turtle that looked like The Undertaker. I fucking love that. I love that. I fucking love that. <laughs> it, did, did it work? Nope. Oh, goddamn. I don't have that Ninja Turtle. <laughs> yeah, hey, guys, let's make a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> if it's free <laughs> it's for me yeah it's <laughs> exactly um but yeah yeah that i i'm absolutely jealous on that man's following but at the same time i would not disrespect nick gage in the way that matt cardona has disrespected nick gage he deserves to get carved up a little yeah, bit a little bit yeah he i i love the old the <laughs> The old David Arquette treatment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like, um, what's Cardona's uh, partner's name? Uh, Chelsea Green. Not not his his podcast partner. Oh, uh, Brian Myers. Brian Myers <laughs> tweeted, this is like the part in the sandlot when Squints 
kisses, kisses Wendy, Wendy Peppercorn. <laughs> and you're in deep shit. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was. It was awesome. I'm. I'm, in, I'm incredibly proud of you, but you're also in deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'd never. Yeah, I think that I liked that tweet because I was like. That's an apt. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I. That was, that was one of my f- favorite things from this last week in wrestling. Last two weeks, I guess. Um, but I, you know, I went on vacation for a little bit, so, and I took kind of like that, you know, the wrestling, the old wrestling sabbatical. And I say wrestling sabbatical, and what I mean by that is, is like I only spent like two hours watching wrestling today, as opposed to the normal eight. <laughs> Where I had been watching so much fucking wrestling that I'm like, I needed a little bit not wrestling right now. So I went to go see In the Heights. Uh huh. How was that? It's a fucking two and a half hour musical. <laughs> oh no! So I made it. Did t- you know that? I knew that it was a musical, didn't know it was two and a half hours. That's fucking long. That's long, man. I made it, like, when I sat down in the theater, I was like, all right, here we go. They start singing, like, oh, it's like a musical musical. (laughs) And 10 minutes in, I pulled my phone out, saw the runtime, put my phone back in my pocket, and got the fuck out of there. (laughs) Watched some deathmatch wrestling. (laughs) Hey, it's been real. It's been fun. (laughs) Beautifully done, if you like musicals. Yeah. Um. At least the first 10 minutes. <laughs> least, yeah, I'm watching it in segments on HBO now. I like that. I like that. That's one of my favorite things that's happened during this pandemic, by the way. Not to get too off topic, but, but the fact that they're releasing movies in the theater and on HBO Max, because then I can pre-watch the movie to see if it's something I'd even want to see in theaters. <laughs> like, I, I watched Mortal Kombat on HBO Max and then like had a whole bunch of wrestling come up, so I wasn't able to go see it in theaters. And I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't get to go see it in theaters. Yeah, that was a pretty good one to see in theaters. Like, I don't know what people were pissed about with Mortal Kombat. It's fucking Mortal the, Kombat. It's a Mortal Kombat movie. It checked all the boxes. Yep. They said the lines. Yeah. The they, characters were in it. They did everything that it needed to do. They yeah. added a little bit of a story to Mortal Kombat. Yeah. But only kind of the only like I, I think I me and you talked about it. The only thing I wish was is there was a bit more Kano because I really enjoyed the guy who was playing Kano because he played Kano like a full blown asshole and I <laughs> loved it. <laughs> and that's all I want out of my Kano. <laughs> Speaking of upcoming movies, yes, we are what like a week, two weeks away from the new Fast and Furious. Here we fucking go. The one with John Cena. Yes. And I know it's going to be impossible for me to not talk about this movie on this podcast. I'm going to have to. Well, okay. Here's what I'll say is when that movie comes out, we take a break from Deathmatch. We take a break from hard-hitting wrestling. Nice boys who watch Fast 9. We are are nice boys (laughs) who watch Fast 9. We will go to the movies. We will watch Fast 9. And then we will talk about Fast 9. And then we are a movie review podcast. <laughs> and then back to Deathmatch. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll still talk about Low Life Louie in there. But we're also <laughs> going to talk about Dominic Toretto and his family. <laughs> right. right. And like how he just wants the family to be together. <laughs> the family's going to space this time. John Cena's in it. I, I hear the, the surprises. The surprise, the surprise actors that are in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
You've oh, heard? I, I've heard. Ooh, I haven't heard. I, I won't tell you. No, 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 no. G- g- tell me. Tell well, me. Okay, spoiler alert for anyone. And, I know, like, because this was actually announced about a year ago. Uh, ben Stiller's in it. Ooh. What, like, why? Why? <laughs> Who cares? I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm, oh. No reason for that. But just so you know, I already have my tickets to the... Uh, the IMAX screening, very first one. I do have an extra ticket if you would like to join. Uh, I would very much like to okay. join. When is that? Uh, Thursday the 24th. I can make that happen. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. We're going to Opry Mills. Um, we're going to maybe sneak in some Coronas. <laughs> I love that. I love that. We'll sneak in some Coronas and uh, we'll get. We'll stop by the Dollar Tree, buy some candy. Yeah. Load. Uh, I'll wear cargo shorts so we can load down the pockets. <laughs> They're not gonna pat you down. That's that's true. Fucking dare that's them it. to pat like, you down. I'll be like, ah, pandemic. K O B K, bitch, don't yeah. touch me. <laughs> I'll wear my hat. <laughs> fucking, they'll be like, I'm sorry, sir. Just go ahead and go on through. <laughs> my buddy was wearing uh, the K O B K hat when he went to the the ATM machine and the camera wouldn't let him get his money out. <laughs> hey, listen, we're not that nefarious. Well, <laughs> We really try to not be that nefarious. <laughs> we saw we saw a wild one at the uh, at the uh, Masters of Pain. There was a wild KOBK hat in somebody that we have no connection to whatsoever. That has to feel good. Yeah, it was it was so so it it's it apparently it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. KOBK is growing. Yeah. Like, it means something to us, but I'm glad that it means something to other people, too. <laughs> but, yeah. But it's been, a, it's, been a, it's been a week. Went, sat on the beach, thought about Deathmatch. Went, uh, went to a baseball game. Also thought about Deathmatch. <laughs> it's hard not to think about Deathmatch at baseball. It just kind of, it just kind of uh, permeates the brain at this point. It's that bat would be so much more fun if it were wrapped in barbed wire. <laughs> tacks on it, but like, but like, uh, uh, duct tape to it so that when you hit somebody with it, it's bah. Yeah, like, I like, want it to be. I like want a, a beautiful explosion. Yeah, like a like, <laughs> like a metal firework. <laughs> like if they had rainbow colored tacks for fear the gay agenda, man, that would have been beautiful. How man, what a missed opportunity, man. No peace. I've got some ideas for you. Hey, you, <laughs> you got that John Waters money? <laughs> Time we'll, to bring him we'll in. Get you some fucking viewers. Yep, yep. <laughs> Listen, you're gonna have to run double the amount of shows now just to pay for John Waters. But I promise you, it'll be worth it in content alone. <laughs> <laughs> also, hand him hand John Waters the book on a show. And just like I want him going in with like a rudimentary knowledge of wrestling, I want just pictures of wrestlers to flash across the screen, and then John Waters to book matches based upon pictures of people. <laughs> you know how yes! fucking awesome that would be. I love this. <laughs> I love this. We need to, seriously. We got to tweet John Waters and Effie collective next year. Let's make it fucking big. <laughs> Effie presents John Waters presenting <laughs> wrestling the John Waters way. <laughs> All right. Yep, we're here. That's I'm here for that. We're doing it. What else we got? Um, I don't know. I'm actually I'm excited because I'm going to start going to live wrestling again. I've got tickets to shit. 
What it so feels what so are, good. So far, what do you have tickets for? I do have. T- I have a ticket to Slammiversary. Awesome. Uh, very excited about that. Get to not have to travel anywhere to see it, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm going to be in Indianapolis for the ICW weekend. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. I uh, have tickets to everything. Nice. So I've got ICW, No Peace, and Paradigm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and then I'll be in Chicago in September for the GCW shows up there. That'll be fun. That'll They're be doing really three cups stuffed. Yeah, I saw that. I feel like G Raver's got to yeah, have uh, a crazy match to well, make up for it. <laughs> Either that or G Raver goes, no, thank you. Not <laughs> <laughs> Just try that move one more time. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> I had seen him take that move before. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. like the brain buster on top of a ladder. It's just, uh. Yep. It just, I mean, Derek still has a poster with G Raver's blood on it that he uh, dipped on the ground. Man. I mean, and, and for, you know, yeah, a spot that he had done before. And, like, again, I think that we talked about this last time. Uh, G. Raver is one of those guys that I think is criminally underrated because he's not just deathmatch. Like, he can just have, he has great matches. Like, I love his stories. And for him to work in the way he, he works with the bad hand, Amazing, amazing, off a freak accident. Or if you believe G-Raver, something that Jimmy Lloyd did on purpose. (laughs) See, after I heard Jimmy Lloyd's voice in that documentary, I don't think it was on purpose. He just sounds like a sweet boy. He's got too high pitch of a voice. Yeah, he can't. That that voice is too high for you to do anything wrong. You didn't do anything bad. I didn't know he was a child actor either. Yeah, he was in... uh, The Good Shepherd. Yeah, yep. With Matt Damon. Yep, he sits on a couch. God, we need to get Matt Damon to to take a look at him again. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Matt Damon, you want to cast him in it? You need a sequel? Yeah. But I I only want a sequel to that segment of the movie. Like, just that scene. That's it. He looks the same. A lot more scars. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, uh, it's so you're getting to go to some wrestling now, which will be fun. I'm, I'm excited as a wrestler to have fans back because... Studio tapings are fun, but there is nothing that matches doing it in front of a live crowd. Like, I can't even imagine. It's it, it's it's night and day. I can't wait. I cannot. I can't wait for it to like because most of the places even that I've been wrestling here recently are still are still have restrictions. Like they're still capping the amount of people who come in the building. But those cap and those caps are starting to reduce to the point where, like you and I talked about it, like I'm very excited for this Indianapolis show um, from a fan perspective to see what that place looks like if they pack it out because they had the restrictions last time I was there, and so everybody had to sit, you know, so far away from each other. There was marked spots. Um, and I can't wait to see what it looks like if they sell that place out. I will tell you, as a person with a lot of anxiety, <laughs> I'm fucking afraid to go back into the real world. Did you did you buy ringside or used by Jen? Uh, 
second row for the icw shows front row for no peace okay uh front row for paradigm cool so you'll be down you'll be as long as it's as long as it's still for the 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 chair the chair seating because the rest of it's bench seating then you're going to be all up in that action, baby. <laughs> I need glass in my face. Gotcha. That's what I needed. All right. All right. Well, you and know what? I know ICW is going to give me that shit. Yeah. Let me say this. I think that buying no piece tickets in the front row, I think that's exactly what the fuck you're going to get. <laughs> You're gonna get a you're gonna get a face full of glass, baby. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want. It's been too long without a show that makes me feel afraid. <laughs> a, a good bit of fear. I, I want to be at live wrestling and a good bit of fear. Um, yeah, I I'm I'm excited to see what that place looks like. Uh, because man, we're back. Well, we're not back yet. We haven't beat the pa- we haven't we haven't beat the virus yet, but. We're pretty fucking close, and as long as cases are going down, cases are going down, deaths are going down, death matches are going up, death matches are fucking shooting through the roof. <laughs> uh, uh, ICW is calling it Death Match Summer. So it felt like last summer was Death Match Summer. Uh, well, listen. So if they're saying last summer was Death Match Summer, or if they if if they're saying that this summer is Death Match Summer, and last summer felt like Death Match Summer. That only to me makes it seem like we're about to just like uh, uh, if our business is deathmatch, then our business is good. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, it's it's just gonna be real fun. Well, let's, let's let's have a good time this summer and just see what we can get ourselves into. <laughs> gonna drink some hard teas. We're gonna yep yep. Maybe maybe we'll go out on the road. Maybe we'll we'll hit up a couple shows. You can. Uh, come with me i would enjoy that yeah and we'll uh and we'll hang out maybe maybe get to talk to some other people maybe we'll bring a few other people on schlack do you know schlack I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> can you bring me schlack that that one might be difficult <laughs> schlack a hard get i feel like schlack's a hard get just because schlack's busy doing schlack things literally all the time <laughs> he's got to wake up every day and be schlack it has to be kind of expensive to be schlack. Uh, yeah, I would say. I would say. I mean, imagine the amount of protein that man has to take in. I know. I don't have to think about that at all when I wake up. <laughs> Me and schlack have different routines. <laughs> like, like, what's what? How many chicken breasts do you think he eats a day? More than Hugh Jackman did on X Men, and that was a lot of fucking chicken yeah. breasts. And and you know what? Good on him. Eat all the chicken breasts. Because you look like a monster, and I'm so proud of you for looking like a monster, Schlack. <laughs> I just want to go get ice cream with Schlack, okay? <laughs> I think he'd love that. I, I, bet he, I bet he'd he'd go, you know what? No, Schlack is not the guy who goes, oh, I'm on my diet. Schlack is absolutely, if you were like, let's go for ice cream, I'm buying. I guarantee Schlack's like, fuck yeah, let's go. Soft serve, sprinkles. Yeah, he wants, yeah. <laughs> soft serve, he wants sprinkles. He wants brownie chunks. He wants, <laughs> like, he goes all the way the fuck out. So it's going to, if I am buying and we're taking Schlack to, like, a soft serve place, that it's by weight. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm buying him a fucking expensive ice cream. <laughs> yeah. yeah 50, all worth it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $50 ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. So let's let's 
Let's fucking get this uh, as ICW has dubbed it. Uh, Deathmatch Summer 2021 off to a good start. I'm ready. I w- I'll follow you around. I'll do whatever. Let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Hey, thanks again for listening. Thanks, everybody who listened to the last episode. Uh, we're still kind of working on it, you know? Yep. It's a uh, it's a work in progress, but I, I I like where we're headed. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Let's let's keep having fun like this. Uh, if you enjoy us talking, um, you can also see us post things online. Uh, on my Twitter, I am at Hardway Heater. On my Instagram, I'm at Hardway Heater, and I have a Facebook, but eh, that's it's mostly personal. So you can have those too. See, but this is this podcast is going to make people think that they really know you. I, that's gonna, fine. They're going to want that that face, and that's great. And but you, you can't fucking ask. Hey, guess what? You guys can keep on wanting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel honored. Uh, if you want to follow me, I am at Gartet on all social media. Uh, I was going to promote other stuff, but we don't have other stuff yeah, yet. Well, so, and, and that other stuff to come shortly. Yeah, there's always going to be other stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. There, right. there will never not be other stuff for us. <laughs> yeah. There's, oh, I can't wait to see who we spotlight next uh, this week, Matt Tremont. Let's, yeah, who, who are you feeling? Who would you like to watch a couple matches from? Well, I'm trying to think of somebody that I have like not gotten into at all. Okay. And I know that over the weekend or two weekends ago, whatever, uh, they inducted Sick Nick Mondo. Do you want to do some Sick Nick? Let's do some Sick Nick. We're doing some Sick Nick Mondo. I'm very excited about that. Let's watch some sick Nick. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll uh, talk to you next time. Kisses.